0: Welcome back to Still Loading, the podcast where we talk about the decline of everything but mostly video games. My name's Aiden. And I'm Matt. And uh, today we got probably the spiciest topic I think we've talked about. Oh, yes. We've kind of tore into the community a little bit. We've kind of talked about different aspects of games that we just don't really like or what some features of some games are like problematic. Um, But this is kind of tackling the, you know, the problem with modern gaming as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually don't have anything positive to talk about before we start. I haven't really done anything good recently, um, so
1: nope. I'm still on sabbatical, so looking to break that today. But
0: yeah, I, I haven't uh, haven't played any new games recently. I am excited for a few games. Like I, I think I'm gonna eat well in twenty twenty two with video games. Um, a lot of the games coming out are by Square Enix. They haven't done me wrong yet. Um, I also trust Corey Balrog, so I'm sure God of worth or whatever is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Go to War Ragnarok. It's going to be incredible. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 next month. Pretty excited about that. So Nothing good to say yet, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm optimistic. I think things might be pretty good. They're all companies that haven't fucked me over yet. So
1: Perfect, perfect. Yeah.
0: Um, but don't worry, I will be talking about that on the podcast if they do fuck up.
1: Oh, yeah, of course.
0: Um, So I guess we just get right into it. Um, one, one big thing that has become very prevalent to me Talking to different people, um, just kind of seeing like the different types of gamers out there, um, especially from communities I used to be a part of where I would play games like World of Warcraft and you know, really hardcore games. Um, It seems more and more to me that people don't want a quality experience, people just want stuff to do. It's very much that quantity over quality Mm -hmm. mindset of like, if there's a lot of stuff to do, I'm great, I that's what I want, and uh, that's become really more uh, you know, apparent to me because. Some of the games that have come out that I've talked about that, are like I thought were incredible. Um, people hate them now because there's not enough stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I get it. You know, like you want more stuff to do. That's understandable. But like the game as a whole was really good. So I don't know why you're complaining about it. Um, so that's just been something that's kind of been like eating at me a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, I think that I talked about this a little bit on the Open World podcast, probably more so, um, which you can check that out. That's one of our earlier episodes um but i do think that's a really big contender for why skyrim is so popular because there's just tons and tons of stuff to do um which you know it's that mine it's that minecraft mentality if you like just stuff to do i think minecraft is a perfect game for that mm-hmm. um, it's not my thing personally but it's really good for that it's that minecraft mentality um and i've actually been talking to the community a little bit with people about you know just again like twitter youtube different forums stuff like that but you know well why do you like skyrim like why do you think it's such a good game um and it really comes down to you know like well uh, you know there's tons of stuff to do um i can do whatever i want as well Mm -hmm. um even though i i kind of probed a little bit deeper and a lot of them said the same thing like yeah you know i I try and do different builds or i try and do different quest lines but i usually say i'm doing the same ones and i stopped playing for a while um that seems really popular and kind of a norm, and I have to, you know, kind of say, like, it really does feel like it's because Skyrim doesn't offer a lot of quality stuff to do. You pick out the 20 or so things that are fun, and then the rest is meh.
1: Yeah, um, I would say Skyrim's pretty guilty about that. Um, I will say for time and place, like, I couldn't make these same criticisms back in 2011. Yeah. Um, just because, uh, coming from Oblivion and coming from Morrowind and stuff like that, that stuff was really great the problem is it doesn't hold up which doesn't make sense why that game is, keeps getting re-released and re-released and re-released they're not improving core mechanics they're just making it look better and adding that
0: more DLCs and stuff to do and that's, e- I think that's why people keep buying it.
1: Yeah I played the DLCs uh, when the Legendary Edition first dropped back in the 360's lifespan and great you can build a house and adopt kids but but now what? Like, it, th- that wasn't a quality content add on, I don't think. Like, I, I don't think it, it merited the paycheck for it, you know? Like, it's just not. It, it wasn't enough of a thing, I don't think. I wonder if Bethesda's ever held, like,
0: a press conference or anything and been like, well, what do you guys want to see? Mm. What kind of stuff do you guys want to see in Elder Scrolls game? What kind of stuff do you like doing? And maybe try to focus around you know those ten twenty or so things, and just like okay, we'll really focus on those things in the next game, mm. and that's gonna be the that's gonna be Elder Scrolls four or five, whatever it is.
1: It it would be six, which um six. I I don't even think is in production yet. Uh, they focus so hard on ESO, and if you've ever played that, it's not good. It's a very interesting MMO. I have played it a little bit.
0: Um, it it. I think one thing I'm impressed by is that it does feel somehow like an MMO, but also like an Elder Scrolls game, and I found that to be interesting. Um, The latest update, though, I did play it a couple years ago, and, like, the latest update, just, like, I don't like it anymore. It just feels, whatever power creep they did or, like, whatever number squish or whatever they did, I don't know, just, it's like, fucking quests take forever, man. Like, you're trying to solo it, like, just Mm -hmm. enemies take forever to fucking die, and I'm like, I don't want to do this, like.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, again, I don't want to job a game. I want to play a game. I don't want to job it. Yeah. Do you want to say anything else about Skyrim, or...? Uh, no, I think we've pretty well beat that. Yeah, board. like I said, we,
0: we did an Open World episode about this. Um, I kind of tear Skyrim apart um, bit by bit. Um, not in a mean way. I actually have reasons for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, uh, nothing that we say here isn't, you know, hasn't been researched or anything like that. It's, it's all stuff that we've put time and effort into to make sure that we're presenting information as unbiased as possible yeah i mean
0: i'll, I'll fully admit when i don't like something because of preference I'll, right I'll yeah, fully 100%. admit, like yeah i just don't like this because you know of preference
1: because it's not your drive you know and that's yeah. fine
0: but you know i love rpgs and like skyrim fails in that department really hard it and does I, and i'm even okay with open world games if they're done well and i've only played a few of them that i thought were done well
1: Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to nail, but if you want to hear more about that, check out our previous episode about open worlds.
0: Yeah, I think it's like three or four or something like that. Yeah, something it's, like it's that. It's pretty early, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but moving on, like I,
0: I really do think, and this is a hot take for sure. I think that as games get better looking and there's more graphics and there's more stuff to do, we're not moving forward. We're moving backwards. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the industry itself is moving backwards. Um, down to the quality people it's, it's about making the paycheck it's about making the deadlines like it's got to be done by this time okay the fans want these things that don't really fit in the game but that's what they want so we have to do it um if we want to sell we have to do it mm. um it, it's going backwards in the industry um as games get prettier and you know all that stuff it just quality gets worse and worse and worse
1: i 100 percent agree with that
0: um it just gets to this point where it's like I'm sure anyone who's, like, played video games for a long time can relate to this and be like, you know, wow, I wonder what's going to be like in 10 years. Like, I wonder, you know, this looks incredible. What's it going to be like in 10 years? I really don't think it would be this, honestly.
1: No, no, this is not what I expected. Um, something I want to hit pretty hard uh, is establishing a precedent, right? It's very dangerous in any industry, but in video gaming, it's a very, very touchy, touchy thing to do. So you've got the video games being diverse – as they are, meaning you have sports games, you have RPG games, you have racing games, you have all these different uh, kinds of people who expect a different experience from the game that they play. Um, when an industry-wide precedent gets set, it is very hard to move backwards off of it. Yes. Unfortunately, it's only the bad ones you can't get away from. Like, uh, for instance, loot boxes, mm-hmm. which are banned in European countries. You cannot uh, use those features in those games because it is legal gambling
0: mm-hmm.
1: once I, like, I I would love to have done more research on this to find out when the first game to implement that was uh, probably a the game if I had to guess a loot box yeah um, I, I I, just I want to find them and go kick them in the balls because <laughs> the, the, the,
0: or Ubisoft that seems like an Ubisoft thing too uh,
1: is, or EA whatever EA that's that's probably where my money's at but yeah like you you once you set that precedent down and people realize there's money to be made on the side with a game, you can't ever back off of it. Now that's that's that is a thing that you have to contend with and now it's being it's ruined again going to hurt EA again. It's ruined one of my favorite franchises, which is the NHL franchise. Mm-hmm. I love playing virtual hockey. It's awesome. It's fun. It's a good time. It's a good way to throw back some beers with the boys and just have a good time. But playing it for any other reason than it's just a fun couch co-op game unless you're like god tier skilled or are willing to spend real money to buy virtual hockey cards to build a uh, ultimate rush team Uh, there's no point in playing it I mean the online play is fun sure Uh, but again there's such a steep learning curve and so many people that will make new accounts and just destroy you on the daily because it's fun for them i guess it gives them some kind of joy
0: oh the classic smurf accounts
1: yeah dude it's it's a real problem like people that have very low stats and they're just destroying me i'm like i'm not this bad at this game i say that a lot <laughs> but <laughs> i am not this bad at this yeah um so yeah like just that that is just one precedent that, that gets set uh, i think higher graphics was another precedent like we have to make these games gorgeous and sacrifice in other departments, and I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair to people who actually care about it as an art form.
0: No, and that's one thing that Nintendo... uh, Like, Bungie and Bethesda blacklisted. I'm not buying any more products from those companies um, Mm. for various reasons, but uh, Nintendo was on that place for a while where I was, like, heading towards it where I'm like, I'm done with Nintendo as well because for so long, all they were doing was just really shitty remakes or like remasters of games that look worse than the original ones mm-hmm. um or they were just kind of that's pretty much it really was they're just doing that or like you get like one good title like every couple of years yeah um but uh, honestly it was a uh, legends of arceus that made me change my mind because i was like okay you know what this took them a while to make no it's not top tier graphics Mm-mm. but it's got like three or four things you do in it and they're done super well yeah. This is great. This is a fantastic Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really kind of like put me on the up and up and I played a couple RPGs that like you can only like, get on the switch and I was like, okay, these are really good too. So I found, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles. So I love that series now.
1: Yeah. Xenoblade's good.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I remember playing Xenogears, like the PS1 game.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. You remember I, never that? Played, I never played that. Uh, I like,
0: never <laughs> <laughs> It was such an interesting game because it was like turn-based, but you also had like mechs and shit. It was so weird, but it was super cool. Uh,
1: Actually, Blast from the Past from Soft has a game like that that I love. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's called uh, Armored Core Four. Oh, I Armored Line. Core, yeah. Yeah, like super awesome mechs and and badass shit like that. Um, there was also I played one Armored Core game I didn't like very much, but I enjoyed the
0: concept a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Armored Core is a very interesting series because there is so much like. There's so much lore to dig into with it, and like to really get what's happening, like you, <laughs> it's not a game you can pick up in the middle of a series, yeah. Because they'll give you like a synopsis of like what this branch of mech people is doing, uh. But to like see how it fits into the full picture, you got to play all of them, which I don't mind because yeah it's giant robots destroying shit like what what do you want like
0: <laughs> yeah i've me and my friend rented it from hollywood video mm. Ugh, so
1: old. <laughs> oh yeah God, i remember Dating yourself, bro. remember
0: renting games um yeah we rented like i think the third one and maybe it might have been the fourth one i don't know um i think it was on ps2 the one we got so whatever one that was
1: probably silent line that's yeah. the one i have yeah i still play it like it's a good game yeah yeah <laughs> Whatever one we rented, I
0: was like, eh, I'm not feeling this, but it is cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, Hmm, it, it.
1: I'm not sure I want to open that can of worms, but I will say that, like, it, mech games, I'm not saying they're not for everybody, but, like, they're like, they're like guy movies, you know? That's a guy video game. I'm going to build a giant robot and destroy things with it. Yeah. Like, that. that's a very, like, little boy playing with his toys kind of thing to do. I'm not yeah. saying that that's exclusive, but I'm saying that, like, by and large, that's your audience. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? Lagos is
0: a good example, I think. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not Again, not saying that's not for everyone, but... Yeah. Because you know, it totally can be, but by and large, that's going to be a it's, a it's a guy's game.
0: It was probably marketed more towards that as well. I mean, in the past... Totally. Um, but you know with good games and everything like you gotta think about it like nowadays a good game and this is something that's good so this is something that like oh a good nugget yeah so it's good um i think a good game honestly some of the more impressive titles i've played like they're only around like 10 or 15 hours long Mm. that's the entire game 10 15 hours which i can knock out in a weekend if i have nothing going on so um
1: i can set uh There's some games that that defy that rule that are PS2 era. Yeah. Like, I think Final Fantasy X boasted 200 hours of gameplay.
0: Yeah, well, that's kind of what I'm getting at, too, is, you know, you compare that to an older game where it was still very quality Mm -hmm. for the time. Whatever you feel about it now, for the time, very quality. Oh yeah, easily play like you know. I remember the first game I played excessively was uh, like Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. um and I broke the clock on that game because it only goes up to like ninety nine hours and ninety nine minutes ninety nine yeah. seconds. So like I played it well beyond that. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, you think about that like quality games. It did the thing it was trying to do very well, and it had tons of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it can be done, but you have to look at what's the difference. Well, back then we were working with you know. 8 bit, kind of like maybe 16 bit, whatever graphics mm-hmm. versus now where the entire game will be, you know, not done because it's like, yeah, we're still doing the models.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that sucks.
0: And I, I think that's the difference, really. It yeah, is, it, go,
1: it goes back to what I was saying about precedence. You know, yeah. once you set that this is what a game is supposed to look like mm-hmm. or this is what it can look like, um, and I'd I love to reach out to some international friends and find out if this is, you know, part of the american affliction which is i want top shelf everything i want the best of everything i want like everything to be as primo as it can be because of you know american exceptionalism i, I think it is i mean even
0: like the no shade to our pc master race would be listeners but uh i think the more toxic side of that really is that mindset of like i've been seeing these great memes about like when people like PC gamers laugh that their three thousand dollar PC is better than the four hundred dollar console, mm. I'm just like, "Cool, man. I, I bet it is." <laughs> yeah, um, I'm the thing is too. I've done research on this, and like, uh, and I'm one of the few people who's gifted to have a PS Five, and I'm not. You know, I understand it's not the case for everybody, but uh, there've been comparisons now where like a a top of the line pc loads like maybe three or four seconds faster than ps5 does mm-hmm. and it's like if that's your fucking medium for like this is better like all right i mean cool man <laughs> um,
1: I, I will say uh because i've got a foot in both camps i wouldn't say that i'm a pc master race guy i there, there are certain things i like to play better on pc um i do like upgrade upgrade yeah that's that that's it that, that's, that's you know, end of statement, period. Yeah, I, I like the ability that if I can afford it, I can make it better. Yeah. One of my friends really loves the aspect of building one. Mm-hmm. He
0: said that's uh, his favorite thing about having a PC. It's like, I just like building it. I just like modifying it. I like doing stuff to it. Yeah, it's part of the hobby. You know? Yeah, like that's his favorite thing about it. And like, I think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. that's not toxic PC Master Race behavior to me. No. You know, which you you literally have people flaming other like console users basically like oh it loads so much faster and yours like barely but all right.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, sure. I mean there there's I'd say there's bad and everything like there's bad. Yeah. There's the whole console wars thing which has seemed to kind of fizzled out. I mean. I think since we all agree that PC players suck and so like
0: we just kind of do our own things now. Yeah. Definitely. And it's just the PC players just throwing shade whenever they can. But they're like cool man <laughs> like
1: yeah. I don't think anyone cares anymore. <laughs> I'll never play a hockey game on PC. Yeah, it won't ever come there. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. Like, I think it's okay if if you love the hobby, like, experiment with every avenue of it. Like, I think it was around
0: like the. You also tell me what the Xbox equivalent of the PS4 was because I don't remember. But uh, that
1: would be Xbox One.
0: Oh, Xbox One. Okay, mm-hmm. I think it was around that time that uh console where started to die out pretty much Yep. because people started to realize like it's really about what you want to play versus like what you're playing, you know, like if you want a wide library, you'd probably want the PlayStation because they get these weird JRPGs, they get all kinds of shooters, all kinds of like weird whatever games, Mm -hmm. but you know, Xbox is kind of centralized. You've got your war games, you've got your shooters in general, you've got Halo, you've got, you know, if that's what you want, great. And and, and their
1: flagship game. Yeah. Which is Forza.
0: Forza? I don't Mm -hmm. know what that is, but.
1: Uh, It's a motorsports game. Oh, okay. You literally race cars, and it's very, very, very in-depth. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a game for car guys. If you like vehicles, you probably play Forza. Okay. It's a, it's a safe assumption to make, or you play Dirt if you like Rally. Um, they're big on that. Uh, Microsoft has always been big on simulators anyway. If you look at, like, yeah, exactly. PC simulators, like the flight simulators and stuff like that, that's always been kind of Microsoft's niche is how can we make this and make it a video experience? Yeah.
0: Which is cool. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into, and I think I'm glad people are realizing that. Um, and I do feel bad for the people, you know. I see you guys out there, you know. Your Xbox, is still Xbox One or uh, Series X? No, is that the PS Five equivalent? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't even know. Is it as limited as the PS Five? Is it as hard to get or?
1: Um no. Okay. Um, the Series S or Series X, like I said, I'm not even up on that really. Um, has always been more available. Okay. Um. I've my cousin has one and he's a playstation guy okay he got it because of uh, a hack that happened for the titanfall 2 servers uh he couldn't play titanfall on his playstation anymore so we're talking a guy who's played titanfall for since it came out and still plays competitively like that's his thing shout out my cousin john <laughs> um he had to switch over to xbox for a little while uh, because the servers were so down. like were so bad jeez oh, yeah had to completely change consoles and then the same thing started happening with the xbox community so he just went back and now he now he deals with it like unfortunately they've stopped supporting that game as well that is really sad because that same company makes apex legends
0: yeah that makes sense that's their money maker i mean it's a business right
1: yeah it's really funny because i'm watching these people play apex online and i'm like what the hell They're they're using the flatline that's a titanfall gun Mm-hmm. And it totally is, because they own it. Like that's super rad. But unfortunately, the huge niche fan base of Plays Titanfall is not gonna get another installment for a while. And that's really sad. Yeah. That, because Apex is taking over now.
0: That is sad. Uh my my point with that though was just that uh I, I've seen those people in the comments as well, like things have been forums and like posts and stuff I've been delving into, like i've seen those people be like you know hey when you're going to bring this rpg over the xbox you know i'd really mm-hmm. like to play it and it's like you know that's that's not the camp here and unfortunately that's not what they focus on um and they get mad about playstation exclusives or like you know a pc port comes out before an xbox port does and it's mm-hmm. like you know i get that, and that that sucks um but it really does come down to you primarily what you play yeah. um and you know if you're in the xbox camp like you know that's not usually that's not really going to be your focus essentially no um, yeah and that's just something you have to accept, you know? I think that's why a lot of people have multiple consoles if you can sure. afford it, you know? I have a Switch, I have a PlayStation 5. Those are my two that I, I hang out with, you know? There's Nintendo exclusives I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I just talked about a few of them, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, but mostly PlayStation guy. Um, yeah, for sure. But kind of, that's like a tangent, really. Um, mm-hmm. the, I think the whole point was that, uh, you know, comparatively to older games, you know, a big feature that everybody wants again, going back to it, is like, you want stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But the problem is there's a really fine line between stuff to do and stuff you want to do. Totally.
1: Um,
0: and it, it feels like a lot of people are more so in that, like I just want stuff to do, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll be like, yeah, I played this game for like a hundred hours. Like I did all the stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like some yeah. of that was mind-numbingly boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you did it, but man, that sucks. That's, that's like breath of the wild. Honestly, for me, like, that's a game people really love because there's so much stuff to do. Like, yeah, I got all the acorns or, or whatever they're called.
1: I have no idea. I, I I look,
0: he's like, I got all the Korok seeds, I got all the shrines, I got all this, this. I'm like, boy, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's like 999 Korok seeds or something like that. I'm like, no, I would never do that. I'm sorry. No. It's like, hey, good for you. you know, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, but it seems like that's more so what it is. Um, I mean, like, and so many games keep going towards the open world model. Mm hmm. Which baffles me. Like, there's a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog open world game coming
1: out, which I'm stoked about. It doesn't make sense. Those two things don't compute. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 gonna reserve judgment. I'm not sure what it's gonna look like and how it's gonna play.
0: But <laughs> I'm a forever Sonic fanboy, and I've been disappointed in the past. But I can't imagine open world being good because I've seen some of the gameplay for it. And like, it literally is just run around a fucking island, find like a tower to do, and do the tower. And it's like okay mm-hmm. but you know i i mean i've always loved sonic for the the over-the-top action story that sonic hedgehog is yeah and like that's what's cool about it you know and like tooling around at the speed of sound man hell yeah man <laughs> uh you know and, and they're uh this is a game people didn't like for some reason it just baffles me it's like sonic forces came out a few years ago i fucking love that game it's so fun and didn't play it it's so fun and like if you were like me who was like a, a hardcore sonic fanboy in like middle school like there was this website where you got to like make your own Sonic OC, like you just point and click basically and like mm-hmm. pick features from other Sonic characters and combine them and add clothes and weird shit and do whatever color you wanted. Um, Sonic Forces like ignited that for me again because you could make your own character in that game. That's cool. And it's just like, oh my god, like my middle school me is so happy right now. <laughs> um, and not only that, the soundtrack was bitching. The story was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't know why people didn't like it, but it was really <laughs> fucking cool. And I feel like because Sonic Forces was a failure, open world is the next frontier, the the next choice. Like, well, they didn't like that. Let's try this instead.
1: Right. Uh, that, that's kind of the the pain of sitting in the minority with a lot of this stuff. Um. And you can't be really loud in the minority because people just drown you out as being a hater for stuff like that. But yeah, th- there are certain things that I like like I was talking about before with like precedents and things like that like once you set that this is the way that games are moving whether you like it or not your favorite series is probably going to go to that and you're going to have to good or bad just accept it and like I care very much about storylines and things like that and then now you have to accept this open world storyline as you know canon that happened Yeah. and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not like I I don't think Sonic Adventures was considered open world no it wasn't like. but there was roaming options you could tool around as Sonic for a while if you wanted to
0: yeah Sonic Adventures was I think really when I got mega into Sonic like, yeah. I liked the Sega game but like I wasn't I think they the day it's just like a weird fast based platformer and I didn't really yeah. like platformers very much um, but I got really into Sonic with Sonic Adventures same and I was like this is really cool and then I started watching like, Sonic X and stuff like mm-hmm. the Sonic Anime and stuff I was like this is really cool yeah Sonic's I mean, you know, a badass dude yeah I mean that's, that's kind of like the niche I fell into with it um <laughs>
1: Shadow had his own game too, which is yeah, cool. Yeah,
0: which people didn't like, but. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it too, yeah. Cool. It was cool. It was interesting. I like there's three different endings for the game, just depending on how much of an asshole you were.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're playing
0: Shadow for real, like, you gotta be a giant jerk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that that game has three different endings that, like, none of which are confirmed to be canon. Oh, yeah. Because, like, his origin story is, like, so mysterious, like, where he came from exactly. Mm. But, like, in that game, it's like he's either an alien a robot, or, like, a clone, <laughs> like, mm. none of them are confirmed, so.
1: Yeah, I personally lean into the, uh, he's the Chaos Crystal version of Sonic. Yeah. That, that's, that's the, the camp I'm in for that, but.
0: That's interesting, we'll just talk about that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of just, like, stuff to do, um, something that's really started to grind my gears lately is, uh, people use the word one year like it's a bad word oh yeah and i'm really tired of people being like this game is so linear it sucks i'm like hold on is it suck because it's linear or does the game suck Like you have to specify for me because i don't think linear is a bad thing no Uh, you know going back to older rpgs where i came from you know those games could honestly be called linear yeah you honestly could say yeah they're linear you have a path you're going on they're linear sure um but each area, man, like, there is so much character in it, so much atmosphere, so much everything. Mm-hmm. I talked about this in last episode a little bit. Like, talk to the NPCs. They tell you things. They express how they feel like they in this fucked up world is or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, look at the skybox. Look at the background. Like, you know, sure, it's not fully animated, but, like, look at it.
1: Yeah, just would you look at it?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's so much character there. And it's like, sure, the gameplay may be linear, but there's so much in every single step of the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, linear now is, like, honestly, it's just, I think it's a blessing, to be honest. No kidding. If a game goes linear, I'm just like, oh, finally. Like, that means they centered on, like, two or three things. Fucking great.
1: Um, yeah, well, think about how irritating Devil May Cry would be if there were sections that didn't make sense to the storyline. Like, oh, you're, you're pressed for time to do this mm-hmm. thing because it has to happen. But you can also free roam over here and just waste hours and hours and hours before you go do the next thing like that 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 would completely take me out of the immersion for that yeah so i think it definitely serves a purpose and and you're right like games aren't allowed to do that anymore i mean i think that
0: was one thing that i liked about development Cry 5 like however you feel about it it was really beautiful but it was still had that like kind of linear design pathing Mm -hmm. it centered on two or three things and it did them very well um and that's that's a good game to me, you know, like, and I think that this is a small scale of that, obviously, but I think that can be said about older games as well. They did one or two things, three things, they focused on those three things, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and they did them extremely well. And graphics were not a restriction because we weren't working with much back then. No. I'm not going to pretend I know how much money it took to make, like, you know, Final Fantasy 7, for example, like, I'm sure it was a lot back then. Mm -hmm. Maybe even, you know, millions of dollars. I don't really know for sure. I'm definitely not a game developer, but... It just was not as important. You could still make... There were even games coming out around that time where that were still like 8-bit. And like, you know, Final Fantasy 1 era graphics. Sure. But like still coming out and people like, these are great. This is fucking awesome. You know? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and, and it's just... Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> well, so uh, another thing I want to touch on a little bit in that same vein is like, if you look at something that comes out that's not like super graphically appealing, I know a lot of people is argument for that for the folks that I've talked to is been like, well, I can get a game of this quality on my phone. Like, no, you can't. I promise you can't. Like, with everything else that comes with a mobile game, because there's a few mobile games that I like, but nothing that I'm like, nothing that I would ever recommend to anybody. Like, if yeah. somebody found it on my phone, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I I, I, I play with that a little bit. But like, it, but- <laughs> yeah, It's not anything I'm like invested in. I don't really care.
0: Square Enix has released like some weird RPGs on the phone, which people really like for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's supposed to be an RPG, but I I don't know. I haven't played it, but... Do
1: you know what game I play on my phone the most? Hmm. Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a good game. (laughs) Yeah. And, well, side note, finding out that I could connect a controller to my phone was, like, life-altering for me, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's cool stuff. I play Doom on my phone, because that's awesome, (laughs) but as far as, like, a True Blue mobile game, there's, again, it goes back to Well, I can pay real money and get good at this, you know, or not have to get good at this. I can just have all the best stuff. But, like, again, I think it's dangerous and an avenue we never should have explored.
0: It it is dangerous. Um, You know, speaking of just, like, this mentality people are in, of, like, I just want more stuff to do. um, It boggles my mind that a very common expression I hear Mm. is, like, yeah, I can't wait for DLC to come out for this game. Yeah. Just, like don't you, like, think you deserve more game in general? Like, you paid $80 for this. Don't you think you deserve Mm -hmm. more game in general? Um, Like, no, I can't wait for DLC to come out. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, like, I think that's something we've been conditioned to accept over the years. When it became a thing, people are like, sure, I accept it. It's fine.
1: As opposed to DLC actually adding something. It's like, oh, like, we talked about this before in another episode. Here's the rest of the game. Yeah. That's crap. that's That's total garbage.
0: Yeah, and... I personally would be fine if a game took a long time to develop, mm-hmm. if it meant I got the whole game and it was all good. Yeah. Um, I'm fine waiting. I, I, I want a good product, not a product.
1: <laughs> there, there's a game I've been waiting for a sequel for since the early 2000s, and it's still in development and unfortunately has been tabled. Mm. But I'm waiting for it to come back, and that's Bloodlines 2. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, they decided to go with the whole... Well, crowd's really into, uh... Battle Royales. Yeah, so we're gonna... Battle Royale. Yeah, so now we're gonna do that. Which is really funny, because, like... Again, side tangent, but... A lot of people, like, play these Battle Royale games... And have never read Battle Royale. Mm hmm Which is like, wow, this was a manga produced by Playboy. Just so you know. Like, (laughs) super hardcore story, but... I, I did play that Battle Royale masquerade game and mm-hmm. like I don't know it was
0: kind of fun but I my enthusiasm dropped with like each match I did basically like, oh. cause like when it starts you off like you get a cool like little story intro you get to make your character and then you run around this compound like talking to those other vampires and stuff like that and I was like this is really badass like this is exactly what I want mm-hmm. and then after you do all the stuff all you have is like just do do matches that's just what you do do matches that's your um, life now yeah, and like I did, like, three or four matches, and I was like, this sucks. Like, I'm just not having fun.
1: Yeah, they should have taken all that development time and resources and poured it into Bloodlines 2 under the radar like they have been doing and then just release it. Again, it's hard being a loud minority with that shit. Yeah. I mean,
0: shifting over a little bit, too, you know, we this is kind of, like, the main point of what I've been saying is, like, the fans demand a certain amount of something. Mm-hmm they want more stuff to do mm-hmm. you have this point now where people like any game is going to have probably like 10 15 20 or so features that every other game has because this is what people demand it has it has to have these things mm-hmm. and the result is that you get this really watered down subpar product it's like why why do you think pokemon as a game is so popular it's still thriving
1: because it's, it's simple man. it's a
0: very simple formula you can't fuck that up no like, I mean,
1: look at Monster Rancher. You can fuck that up. But. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry.
0: I really like the anime, but the I was really disappointed in the game.
1: I, I I dude, I tried so hard to like the uh the trading card game they had for Game Boy. Oh really? I I tried. <laughs> Boy, did I try! But it, the whole time I was like, dude, I'm just playing Diet Pokemon. I'm not mm. into this. This sucks. I
0: had uh I had the one on PS One. And like the whole appeal of that I was like yeah you can put the disc in and like open it up and it'll spin around while you summon your monster just like in the anime oh uh, <laughs> do you remember that no <laughs> yeah that was so cool but yeah i did that and i was like oh and i got like a weird like marshmallow monster and i was like this sucks oh <laughs> uh-huh. because <laughs> yeah, it was i think it was random what you chose or I, I don't remember exactly it's been years since i played that but i was i really liked the anime initially i thought it was really fucking cool Um, I think it was a great appeal source, too. Like, it's definitely, like, it's appealing to gamers. The kids playing PlayStation gets sucked into the TV. It's perfect. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: On that same topic, like, whatever happened to Digimon, dude? It's still thriving, honestly. Really? Yeah. um, So, I don't think they've
0: made any more... Actually, I think Japan does have a kind of, like, revamp of... Like the original Digimon, mm-hmm. and it's weird because they're like little kids as opposed to teenagers. So I'm not sure. Okay. I haven't watched it. Um, but I think Japan does have something like that. I've seen it on Hulu, but it's only in Japanese. Um. Mm-hmm. But as for the series itself, it's it's still thriving. They keep making Pokemon games or Digimon games. <laughs> uh, they made a few. There's there was two that came out within a few years of each other. Uh, and this is like I want to say probably like my, maybe five, six years ago, mm-hmm. maybe less than that. Um. But they were really fun. They were just typical RPGs. It was turn-based combat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you made your team up of Digimon, and, like, you could digivolve them. And, like, they had all kinds of weird, like, basically from every series, like, some kind of evolution from that. That's cool. So there's, like, the ones you can fuse together. There's, like, the ones that, like, only evolve during, like, certain specifications. You have to get their stats up to a certain way, and then they don't turn into that. Um, it was super fun. That's, that's one game I put hundreds of hours into cool um sequel is the exact same way they're two different stories but like they all connect together in the same way but they're so cool um very very good they have a new digimon game coming out that is like tactical turn based okay kind of like the sky is what it looks like Mm. Like it has like the grid combat essentially um i might give it a try uh that's not usually my thing like the sky has been the only exception to that really Mm. um I never finished Final Fantasy Tactics, for example. <sighs> I love the story, but I was like, I don't like this. This is not Aiden. fun. I know, I know. Aiden
1: never finished Final... Dude, Final Fantasy Tactics is up there for my favorite Final Fantasy game. That game is legit.
0: I, I know it happens at the end. It's like, that's... That's not the same. <laughs> I know. Like, I did watch a story about it. That's like, not the I wanna same. I know, you know. It was really good, but... <sighs>
1: yeah, Shun, just, shun.
0: It's just not the kind of combat I'm into, because... I mean, I think the sky does it really well, and if Digimon does it the same way, then I'll be pretty impressed by it. Mm. Um, but we'll see. Um, the anime, though, oh my god, they <laughs> <laughs> they came out with like a six part, so six movies about the original Digidestin, mm-hmm. um, and then there's one movie after that that's like the finale, basically where like it's the end, and all six fucking tear my heart out, dude. Oh, or all Jesus. seven fucking tear my heart out. Like, uh It's right in the childhood. Like, straight up right in the childhood.
1: <laughs> I need to see this.
0: Yeah, I own them. Like, I, I bought them. Just, I was like, oh, I didn't know these existed. And I watched them. And I was like, mistake.
1: I, I, w- <laughs> I wish I didn't know these existed.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy these exist, but also sad. Also, <laughs> um, ouch. Yeah, dude. Right in the fucking childhood. Um, uh, but it's still going strong, it sounds like, just in a different cool. camp, which I, I appreciate. Um, I think that. It was, it was like it was called like cyber sleuth i think it was like cyber sleuth one and two mm. was what they were called because in those games uh digimon are kind of mainstream like there's this whole like virtual reality world that exists um on the internet basically because okay. that's where technologies advanced at this point point. Mm. and so digimon are very common on that in that place basically oh cool um so some people even have digimon and use them to like hack other things like they're like hackers essentially
1: um oh cool so
0: they're they're more common in that regard, but then there's like the whole story revolves around like Digimon coming into the real world or like uh, something going fucking haywire on the internet or whatever and it's where a lot of it takes place. But it's a solid RPG. Dope. Very, very solid. Both of them are good. Mm-hmm. And what I love too is that uh the sequel takes your Digimon compendium and transfers it over so you can kinda of see what things evolve into and stuff like that. Oh cool.
1: Yeah. See? That more more of this. <laughs> more games like this. Yeah, I think my final
0: playtime was like somewhere around like five hundred hours, but it takes both games playtime total and like adds it together. That's cool. So like
1: oh, That's you, a true sequel then. Yeah, like you start the game and I'm
0: like, I have not played this for three hundred hours. What the hell?
1: Like, <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. I just booted it. What the hell? Where'd my life go?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's it's super good. Um Yeah, just <sighs> Yeah talking about good things i have to back into the bad stuff now <laughs> yeah let's do it yeah so um a game a really good example of a game that fails in this regard is uh, you know i've talked about world of warcraft before i gave 13 years of my life to that game mm-hmm. played it off and on for 13 years have dedicated tons and tons of time into it um but you know you slowly watch that game add feature after feature after feature and like none of them are helpful some of them are pretty useless in all regards there's stuff people don't really want but like a, enough people on the internet were like well yeah we want like a Farmville simulator we want like a a pet battle system we we want like you know we want to play like a battle royale style game in world of warcraft and so that's where yeah. those battlegrounds came from where you literally drop down from an airship and like laying on the nile and fight each other yeah <laughs> um you know and and if you've been a long time wow fan like I, I think at this point i don't think anybody who plays wow denies it sucks Mm -mm. even the people who are hardcore just like yeah this game fucking blows but what am i gonna do stop playing wow yeah like i get it i do i struggled very hard to stop playing wow because i was like dude this is like a friend i've had for a long time like 13 years man like this is really hard to just give up um i'm even feeling it now like with the new expansion i'm just like you know maybe it won't suck Like, maybe it's not that bad. Like, oh, that's a really good direction to take the game. Like, I'm so happy. Like, you know, maybe I'll give it a try when it comes out. Yeah. You know, like, I'm even feeling it now where I have to be like, okay, stop. It's probably going to suck still. uh, That's your abusive ex, man. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It really is. Like, they they come and tell you, you run to them in public, and they're just like, I'm doing a lot better now. And you're like, cool, you seem better, you 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 seem better, you know? Like, do you want to get coffee sometime? Like, sure, why not? Like, we'll we'll schedule something.
1: Yeah. And then you just
0: don't ever keep that appointment
1: because... (laughs) that's bad juju
0: yeah that's why i need to not do but yeah, i mean i'll be fully honest like i'm in that place where i'm like yeah it looks kind of good um don't. i won't i i don't think i will stay strong i'm, I'm trying you. really hard your yeah. friends are here for you yeah, yeah <laughs> i'm trying really hard to be that but that's what i'm saying is that you've watched it degrade for years and years and years and like what's the common denominator well they did a graphical update instead of fixing the game they just made it look better cool i guess um they added a bunch of useless shit. Half the community cares about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool, I guess. Um,
1: so they polished a turd and put sprinkles on it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, in direct comparison of this too, and like, I, I encourage you. I'm sure you've heard this before. If there's any WoW players out there, I'm, I'm sure you've heard this before. Especially like within the last year, play Final Fantasy XIV mm-hmm. because it really is a breath of fresh air. You will experience kind of what you've been wanting WoW to be the entire time. But, you know, a different world, a different everything, like, better gameplay, in my opinion. Like, because with Final Fantasy fourteen, you know, it it's kind of like, you know, we'll use pillars as an example. It's got, like, it's ten major pillars that the game focuses on. You know, you've got, like, raiding, you've got your dungeons, you've got your PvP combat, um, crafting. Uh, you have the gold saucer, which has all kinds of weird mini-games in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with those five things, they kind of branch out to, like, you know, five other things Cause like with dungeons for, or raiding for example they're like the ultimates if you want to do an ultimate raid that's a really big time sink but you're kind of a badass if you do it like they mm-hmm. you get a sweet title and you get like a cool weapon and like if you have that weapon you can walk around people like oh that guy's is fucking amazing yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's a branch of that um, with crafting same thing there's like a whole expansion of crafting now there's little uh treasure hunts you can do to get these really rare materials to make like these really high level items or these really uh just unique mounts or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. One that's still, it's, I think it's from a few expansions ago, but one that's still being hunted for is like a flying bed. Just because people oh, want a cool. flying bed. <laughs> um, yeah, why not? So people still hunt for those materials, you know? Um, PvP has so many different tiers to it because you can do casual PvP, but they can also do hardcore PvP because they have these special armor sets that you get purely for ranking high enough in the PvP brackets. Mm. So if you want to do that, there's a whole community to that where they're just like, yeah, we just PvP, that's our thing um that's really cool um there's a new even a new pvp mode that just came out that i fucking love like i'm really into it Mm -hmm. um it's just like a 5v5 or maybe 6v6 i can't remember but like uh if you ever played overwatch it's kind of like you have to push the payload kind of thing (laughs) no but there's like so basically it's a small map in general it's not it's not super big but the point is that there's this crystal you have to push from one end of the map to the other Oh okay um and so in between you're fighting because if the enemy stands on it it stops moving and if you're not there when the enemy's on it and moves to their side instead um matches take like five minutes which is really refreshing oh yeah <laughs> like even overtime, like that's with overtime so like i've been in matches where they end like after a minute then after like two minutes like they're very very fast but it's so fun it's just such a fun thing and the same thing um if you get to rank 25 which i'm almost at i think i'm at 21 i'm mm-hmm. really close uh, you get a really bad set of armor Oh, that's purely cosmetics you can wear it on any class which is great <laughs> um, that's for everybody yeah
1: neat uh
0: speaking of that too um jobs there are a million different jobs in that game hmm. if you get tired or you get to max level or you get tired of what you're playing like whatever just switch to a different job just go level up a new job it's really easy to level up a new job so hmm. <laughs> just go do that it's fun um you know uh, I'm sure there are things I'm missing, but yeah, like, I would say they have, like, their major pillars of things you can do. Mm-hmm. And all those features are really well done. They don't stretch themselves thin. They don't try and add some random fucking thing that someone's bitching about. No. They have these cool things in there, and, like, that's the game. Um, Final Fantasy is the epitome of, like, what do I want to do today?
1: Not not what do I have to do to get this, to get that, to do this, to do to get this thing I don't care about.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: it really is, like, I mean, i spent, like, the last few days, like,
1: just doing PvP. I'm like, I'm just going to do PvP. Yeah, <laughs> because you can. Yeah. You can just do that. Yeah. Versus in, in WoW, it's like, well, it doesn't matter how good at the game I am. I don't have PvP gear. I don't have the gold to go get PvP gear, so now i got to make this itinerary of things i got to do to get PvP gear so I can go play that function.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Because that's so true.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's not fun. I don't care. PVP in WoW for me has never been fun.
0: As somebody who used to do arena pretty hardcore, I can concur. Looking back on it, it is very, very time consuming.
1: Yeah, it's time consuming and it's stressful. And if you lose, it's not your fault sometimes, and that really grinds me, dude. Like, I hate feeling like I did nothing wrong and losing anyway. It's like, why did my job? What (laughs) the hell? Yeah, right. And, I mean, uh, old WoW PvP
0: used to be like that, too. Because, like, if you did world PvP, like, if you wanted to be the top on your server, like, you had to know life the game. It was the mm. only way. Yeah. Which, no shade of old WoW. I think that... That's fine. Old WoW, I, I like. Um, that's yeah. probably the only thing. I'm just like, well, that's stupid. Like,
1: Yeah, come on.
0: So I couldn't just be like a... I mean, it was based on a point system, but it was like... I watched a video about it and I can't remember but it's like the way they did the math for it of like who became like number one on the server like Mm -hmm. back then I was like well that's fucking stupid like
1: well yeah all it takes is one person no-lifing it to make that the standard again dangerous precedents.
0: yeah but you know speaking of like we've kind of talked about how shady the community is lately um the community for PvP used to be really cool actually because Mm -hmm. they would organize on their servers and be like oh like you want to be number one this week or this month or whatever sure like yeah you want to get the armor i understand yeah i'll, I'll back down and, like let you become number one like they used to organize that on forums and, shit, and i was like that's really cool you yeah. know
1: but that community is dissolved yeah thanks mr pandaria oh yeah <laughs> thank you for allowing people to power level characters and being into a pug rig that i have to explain to you what a rotation is <laughs> you know i've actually Still never better.
0: uh <laughs> looked into it because like my my firm opinion always been that Miss Pandaria is where the game went downhill. Mm-hmm. I've actually been looking into it lately and like watching like WoW retrospectives and stuff. And it's like, yeah, community pretty much agrees. Like that's yeah. when the game went downhill.
1: That's when uh, we we had a we had a term for these and the people that I played with. We called them Timmys because Timmy's mom just spent money to have him power level a character, and I have to explain to him. <sighs> okay, I'm trying not to get too bitter about that because that's a very big point of rage for me in my group.
0: Well, you know, uh, uh, so. One thing I don't agree with, but I understand why Square Enix did it, um, they have power boost now as well, where you can kind of, like, get a next level character if you just want to do the whatever content. And that was requested heavily by the community. Sure. A lot of them were just like, I want to make a new character, but I don't want to do this expansion again. I just want to do this expansion instead. Or like, maybe my friend is in this expansion, I want to make a new character, but play with them in this expansion. That was the primary thing. Like, honestly, it's money on the table, you'd be stupid not to do it. Yeah. I get it. Um... But you know, a difference between a WoW community versus Final Fantasy community is like um, I actually had a group the other night when I was doing just roulettes, which is like kind of like the daily dungeon things you can do. Mm-hmm. I was doing roulettes, and uh, the tank and the healer were both new. Okay. And they even said like, yeah, so like, uh, you know, after like we wiped the first time, I was like, um, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. why is the tank not keeping aggro? Like, what's happening here? Um, and the healer was like, oh, like we both boosted, so like we're we're new. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Um, and so me and the other guy in the group, we were super chill about it. we were mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, you know, I wouldn't recommend that personally, but if you're going to be a tank, here's what you should do. This is how you tank. Because um, that was really big problem. The healer was doing fine. The tank was just like not keeping aggro, didn't nose rotation at all. Mm. Um, we were super chill about it. You would not find that in World of Warcraft, to, like.
1: No. Um, I will say my experience. Uh, just a personal story. Uh, when the Death Knight first became playable, in Wrath, that's what I wanted to do. So I got my Warlock. It's uh, 55, made my first DK. Uh, fortunately, the guild I was in was top guild on server. And um, I think Warpath was the name of the Death Knight who was leading the, Warpath, or was leading the DK charts. And he sat outside of Orgamar for an hour and a half explaining to me exactly what powers I was going to get, what abilities to purchase first, what was most important to my class. He explained it to me from his own personal experience. Did he have to do that? No. But he chose to. Yeah. Because I was a new player playing a new class. And he's like, this has been my experience thus far. Here's what I can give you. And here's the pedigree I have to back it up.
0: At the beginning of Wrath, I had a similar experience. Because uh, I used to play, I had like a hybrid of like subtlety and combat. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like my build. and It worked pretty well. Um, but in Wrath, was kind of when they started doing that thing where like they really made certain specs focus on one thing or the other and that's why they introduced that like uh dual talent system where you can Mm -hmm. split back and forth between specs um so yeah my build didn't work anymore combat was nerfed T was only for pvp and i was like i guess i have to play assassination. So like yeah I someone from my guild just like hey you play assassination like how do i do this
1: um oh boy let me, let me let me count the ways yeah
0: like and it was really cool and like they they broke it down for me and we just sat there in like the under city doing training dummies and he was like okay so this is your opening this is like your rotation like do that and so it's like you try now so i do he's like okay you got that right but like you know, because we had DPS meters, mm-hmm. so it was like, okay, like you should be doing like a little bit more DPS here because I can tell you're not using this ability. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So it's like, got the rotation down. He's like, yeah, for your gear, you're doing top DPS like easily. And I was like, sweet.
1: Yeah, that's the way the community used to be. Now, if you have a question about like, well, these two abilities are similar. Again, rolling back to DK, be like, well, my uh, my my cold strike and my plague strike are very similar. They proc different things, but you know which one is better you ask a top tier dk they're like dude just youtube it yeah dude fuck you man like i I had an opportunity to have a real human connection here and you chose not to you you picked to not do that yeah
0: you know uh, just talking about WoW, uh different not necessarily the community but like you know let's look at old well for a second here Mm -hmm. it kind of falls in the same camp i've been talking about how much stuff was there to do honestly in old well you had like five or so main pillars will say that was your wow experience do you want to level do you want to raid do you want to do pvp mm-hmm. do you want to do crafting um do you want to like be an auction house sleuth or whatever do you want to yeah. role play you know those are the ones for Final fantasy 2 there's a huge role play community um but yeah those are like the five or six things you didn't classic wow they were done very well mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't fuck that up so it's yeah it's just i don't know the more the more features are added i mean I, i'm saying i'm not saying and i can't even list them all but i'm not saying that all these features that are in a lot of games now are bad but they're just really spread out and they're really thin if you were to make a game which just, you know dial it back some take like half of them out mm-hmm. focus on those 10 you can make a game revolving around battle royals. you can make a game revolving around like some weird like pvp mode or like some weird combat mode or like whatever you know you can do it and I think that's why, for me, like Legends of Arceus was such a success to me, because it's a modern Pokemon game that fucking excels at everything it tries to do. It's just a good game. Just solid game.
1: Yeah. It's Easy. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, I think I said this like back when it first came out, Like the few things I could complain about are personal me things. They're my mm-hmm. preferences. My preference? I don't love it. Doesn't mean it's bad, it's just it's not my thing. Yeah.
1: It's a, some people are looking for a different experience, and... That is not at all what we're trying to discount. Uh, I'm mostly mad at, again, the thing I keep hammering, which is things that get set as standards and you can't deviate from it. Now it's been proven that this will make money or make subscribers, and that's it. That's not fair. That's not fair to the people that are, again, the quiet minority, and which very rapidly becomes the loud minority. Yeah, and I
0: mean I, I do wanna say, like, again, I'm not a game developer and I do feel for a lot of game developers, I do, because I understand that it's a corporation's business at the end of the day. And I understand that, you know, I've even seen people talk about this on forums, like there are some companies where the game developers are very loud about this, where they're like, Hey, we didn't want to do it this way, but we had to. Um, and I think that's cool. Um I, you know, they I don't know if they get in trouble for that their job. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not, no. But uh, you know people some companies will address the fans. You know, like uh <laughs> Yeah, again final fantasy 14 like the newest expansion got delayed and yoshi p the one who like you know does the game like designs the game or leads the, the team i'm not sure exactly what his job is he's a big deal though mm-hmm. like he fully like at a i think he was on twitter or i think it was at a conference or something he's like he apologized he was like yeah like you know we don't want to delay the game but we're having issues with this with this with this we don't want this to be the game so like, we have to delay it i'm sorry mm-hmm. and he like cried and i was just like dude <laughs>
1: yeah he cares about his product
0: yeah, you know, and, like, there's there's few other companies i have done that, like I said, where they would be like, yeah, we, we didn't want to do it this way, but time ran out, we kind of had to, or, like, you know, we're sorry it's like this, we didn't want to be, but, you know, with time constraints, we had to focus on this aspect of the game because we had to eat it out. Um, those mm. few people, you know, great. Um, I, I understand. The gaming corporation probably sucks nowadays. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that there is... A balance to be struck totally because quality games are still coming out they're far and few between but they are still coming out you can have integrity in this industry Corey Barlog has one of the most successful games in the world and he doesn't do dlc he does new microtransactions. Mm-mm. any dlc he does is free updates to the game just people wanted it like oh i want new game plus sure i'll add new game plus yeah you want a harder mode sure we'll add that no problem no charge like it still exists you can still do it um i just I hope that balance returns. Like I said, I'm I'm optimistic right now. I think 2022 two is going to be a good year for me, but maybe not for everyone else. You know, um, it just depends what you're into. Um, looks like there's a lot of cool RPGs coming out, so I'm excited to play them. But uh, mm. you know, I will I will continue to talk about them if they are good. I'll be like, this is why it's good. If they're bad, I'll tell you this is why it's bad. Because oh, yeah. you know that's the point. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why we do this. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any closing arguments or?
1: no closing arguments um i will say what i believe it boils down to is there is a new crop of gamer coming up every year and i'm not saying that they potentially don't know what quality looks like or whatever but i feel like them being catered to really detracts from the people that have been doing this for a long time um i would really invite if you're a younger listener uh dig out a ps2 if you have one at your access and play an older title just so you can get a frame of reference for what we are talking about um there is a lot to be there's a lot to be gained there and just because it's not shiny and new does not mean it's not amazing um i think it'll broaden your perspective and make you a little more critical to what's coming out now
0: yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've had friends be like, oh, "I really wish this game did this." I'm like, "Yeah, there's an older game that does that. Like, you just have to play it." And they're like, "Well, I can't play that. Like, it's an older game. Like,
1: okay." Then this is the then, then you deserve everything that comes <laughs> to you. Yeah. Um, I would say that not letting developers releasing subpar things, heavy hand the industry is kind of the line in the sand that I'm willing to draw on, and that's why. I haven't been gaming much recently because it's very hard to find something that really grabs me that I don't feel is going to be a horrible disappointment in the end. And it, that's hard. That's a, again... That's hard. I mean, something I would say
0: too is be open-minded. 100%. Um, I think especially when you do something for a long period of time, you can get very jaded or get very like just set in your ways. Of, like, I don't really like that and like we've never tried it. like. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like a drug thing of, like, try the weed. That's what I'm saying. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, there are some games I've played that were delightful surprises. Totally. Um, because it just, I just was bored on a Tuesday afternoon. And I was like, well, I just got off work. What am I going to play? I have nothing to play right now. I bought this for five bucks a while ago. Sure,
1: I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. Turns out, really fun game. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, this is amazing. I'm really glad I had a Tuesday off. <laughs> oh, know? yeah,
0: you know, I uh Lollipop Chainsaw Massacre was that for me. Oh, hell yeah. I, I thought that game was, like, a weird fan service game, but uh, I remember specifically when I got it because it was a sale on GameStop, and it was like, well, if you buy two pre-owned games, you get a third one for free. And I was like, well, I only really want this game, but, like, what's, what's cheap? And I was like, this is five bucks. Perfect. I'll grab it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I had the lollipop chainsaw masker, and I played it eventually, and I was like, "This game fucking rules! Like,
1: yeah. this is so much fun." Yeah, dude. Uh, I got, uh, from a friend of mine. He was selling actually, video games out of the back seat of his car <laughs> for for yard sale sales that didn't go down. And he had he had three games. He had the Sonic Adventures for GameCube, uh, which I really wanted. He had Resident Evil Zero, which I really really wanted, and then he had a game called Serious Sam, which I was like, meh, about but ended up playing all three and like over the course of a couple months and i was like yeah these were all great finds pretty similar situation i was like i never would have played this serious sam game but i'm really glad i did yeah so yeah don't be afraid to like try something old and and something out of your genre you might you might dig it yeah the worst you could have is a good time
0: yeah exactly you know um i always say um Whenever I recommend a game to a friend, I always say, if I know a specific staple in the game of, like, get to this point first, if you don't like it by then, you probably won't like it. Yeah. Because um, sometimes I recommend silver RPGs or something like that. Mm. I'm like, you know, it builds, trust me. Um, but then other games, it's like, you know, give it, like, five hours. Give it a total of five hours of gameplay. You don't, have to ex- you don't have to obsess over it that much. You can play it, you know, half an hour here and there if you want to. But, like, you know, give it at least five, maybe ten hours of gameplay. Mm. See if you like it. Uh, my golden number is 20 hours because a lot of games I play or recommend, like they're they have a lot of gameplay in them. So I'll be like, you know, play it for 20 hours, see if you like it. Yeah, you know, as little or as much as you want to try it, you know, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's usually my standard. So I yeah,
1: that's that's all I got pretty much, I think. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, shout out to all of our listeners that. Give us a tune in. We always appreciate you.
0: Yeah, man, the Spotify and YouTube numbers are looking very good. So I, I, I appreciate everyone watching. I appreciate anyone recommending this to people. I know some of my friends have been like, "Yeah, I told my friend about this. I told my friend about this. He told his friend about that." I'm like, "Thank you." you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I've even talked to a few people online who have said that they're like, "I should recommend this to somebody because this is really good." So
1: yeah, well, uh, keep doing that. Um, if you like what we got to do, you know, I like doing it for you. So yeah, all right, well, cool sign off phrase. Yeah, cool sign off phrase. <laughs>